All right. Welcome back to another episode of Bible Talks. We have uh, with us Jamie Pridgen. Uh, we are in our series on end times. Uh, I believe this is episode six or seven, maybe eight. It's somewhere along there. The point is we've covered a lot of material so far, and today we are going to uh, cover the the seals, the trumpets, and the bowls. Um, I, I'm going to go ahead and confess, Jamie, this is like I can never get these things straight in my head, uh, and I'd love for you to like, if you could just if you could tell me everything you know about them so I could at least get it figured out. I don't know the difference between the trumpets, the seals, the bowls. I don't know where they fall in line, what's going on. So uh, just talk to me about them, and then uh, we'll, we'll dialogue back and forth. Yeah, so uh, the 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 idea of the seal, trumpets, and bowls comes from the book of Revelation. And uh, and basically, it's, it's looking at the primary uh, judgments of God that will take place at the at the end of the age. Um, and so there's actually ones that being 21, 21 judgments and they're divided into groups of seven. So seven, 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 seven seals, seven trumpets, seven bowls. Um, and it's a, um, uh, it, it kind of is formatted after a, like a heavenly ceremony that's taking place, uh, that we see in revelation four and five, where John is taking up the throne room and he sees, um, this, uh, uh, scroll that has, seven seals, which that, you know, we don't reuse those in our modern day, but think, think of like a scroll, right. And it has that little wax seal that kind of looks like bubble gum, you know, know, that kind of holds the seal together. And there's like seven of them going down the scroll. And, you know, the, 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 you know, the angel cries out, who's worthy to take this scroll and open its seals. And, 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 you know, it says they, they searched throughout all of, you know, the heavens and the earth and, and couldn't find anyone who's worthy. And John begins to weep. And the angel says, you know, you think John would have picked it, would have kind of thought this through, but he go, they go, no, no, there's actually been one found worthy, mm. the lion of the tribe of Judah, uh, Jesus, you know, who has, who has, you know, bought redemption to the earth by his blood. He is worthy to take the scrolls and open its seals. And so, and so it's actually, it says it's the lamb who opens the, the sealed judgments. And so that idea that, that the judgments of God at the end of the age are actually initiated by by the Messiah, like it's not mm-hmm. just the devil doing it; it's actually yeah. the Lord is the one who actually is is bringing forth the judgments. Now, some of the judgments are the enemy being released, yeah. you know, um, wow. and so it's not that that, that God is in, in cahoots with the devil, but he's 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 Sovereign allowing sovereignly him, yeah. allowing this thing to ultimately bring forth his purposes, similar to to the Book of Job, where God allowed Satan to have access into Job's life for the the actual greater inheritance that Job would actually receive. In yeah. other words, there was a testing that actually would bring forth greater fruit. And so in a global way, you see that as well. So some of the judgments are the devil. Some of the judgments are just God intervening and bringing judgments on the Antichrist empire, uh, pressure on the earth. Um, and so yeah, we see it with Paul, New Testament, right? Right. It was giving yeah, yeah. me a, a thorn in the flesh, uh, exactly. a messenger of Satan. Exactly. Keep me from exalting myself. Yes. Because yeah. the great, uh, what, you know, revelation you've been given. Uh-huh. Um, and so, in the same way, you know, we'll see this again played out on a global scale, and so the 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 seals, the trumpets, and bowls follow a heavenly pattern or a heavenly ceremony that's taking place, starting with the seals, the opening. They the actually sees the ceremony where Jesus is opening seals around the scroll, and it, and each one he opens brings forth another judgment on the earth, and then later on we'll see the same thing with the trumpets, where these seven angels show up and they're going to blow seven trumpets, and each trumpet that's blown is 
has a, a direct effect on the earth. Okay. And then again, you'll see uh, these the, the heavenly ceremony where the bowls are being brought forth and they're being filled, and then they're, they're being poured out on the earth in he, like the, in the heavenly ceremony. But each one of them has a unique judgment that takes place on the earth. And so, um, that's fascinating. Yeah, no, it, it it is. It's like this, uh, you know. And, and you know, as Protestants, we don't really get into this too much. But you know, if you if you ever been to like say a Catholic ceremony, you see that the priests come out with the little incense bat. You know, the uh-huh. little in, and the incense are coming up. You know, and well, we should bring those back. By yeah. the way. I think those are super cool. <laughs> well, it, it's kind of like that's happening in heaven. Uh, you know, at this at this time, and each one of them has a, a direct uh, correlation to what God is is doing on the earth. And so, um, mm. so. So it's a ritual. It's a heavenly ritual. Hedge, heavenly ritual. Using the term ceremony. Yeah. There's like this big heavenly scene that's happening, and as the ceremony is progressing, things are being released on the earth. Yes. Judgments are being yes. released on yes. the earth. And so, um, so yeah. So the the judgments are being released, and so they're and they're they're being done in series of, of, you know, of twenty one judgments, mm. and and the 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 I, I would say this way, and they seem to be progressively getting um, uh, more intense along the way with the bowls being the most intense and the most severe on the earth. But um, so, so when, when we look at this, you know, I, I look at the seals at some level, it's almost like the Lord is giving over to man uh, what they've always wanted. In other words, mm. the, the, you know, there's been a cry in men's heart to have a King after their own heart. Yeah. And, and that is what's actually given to them in the seal judgments. And mm-hmm. so the, the, the first, the first seal, which is the writing forth of the antichrist, it's like, it, it, it actually says in Daniel eight twenty three, it says that when transgressors have reached their fullness, a King shall arise. Mm-hmm. And so uh, in, in the same way, when there was a, when there was a cry in Israel for a King after their own heart, right. the Lord gave them Saul and actually wanted to be in a judgment to them in the same way the earth is just, is clamoring for a, a leader, mm-hmm. but they're not wanting the Lord's leadership. And so the God's going to wow. give them a leader after their own heart. And and the Antichrist is going to come forth, and the results of that are going to be catastrophic. And it's and, and we see this in the first, uh, really the first four seals. You see, like a a here's what happens when I give you what you want, mm. and um, and then when we get to the fifth seal, and really really the fifth seal actually is, is actually the first five seals of the sixth seal. Then you see God for the first time begin to intervene in a global way in a, in a very dramatic uh, uh, judgment event that takes place. Wow. Um, and so, um, wait, wait, can you go back to that real quick? The, yeah. the, you said the first five seals right. are essentially the Lord saying, I'm giving you what you want. Yeah. What are they? Can you, can you, yeah. So, so the, the first seal, um, is, is been, it's the rider on the white horse that comes forward. Now, some people get, you know, there's, there's, there's some different debate on who that is or what that is, but they seem to be, uh, these spiritual entities that, that, that represent something that's taking place. Cause it's this, it's, there's a symbolic symphony taking place and, and John's watching this, but each, each thing he's watching has a direct correlation to what's going on on the earth. Mm-hmm. And so he sees this rider coming forth on the white horse. Now it's, what's interesting is that Jesus is oftentimes referred to as a rider on the white horse. Yeah. When you read, when you study the, the the early church fathers, the, the they actually saw this verse as talking about the the man of sin, the antichrist coming forth. Mm. So you, you kind of go, well, how, how can it be both? How can it be the rider on white horse is Jesus, and the rider on white horse is also the antichrist? But what's interesting is that is that it's it's talking about a world conqueror. That's why the picture of the white horse, and the, it says he goes out to conquer nations when this takes place. And um and the authority is given to him, or and it says in a crown. It's actually a different crown than we see in Revelation 19 that Jesus is wearing. Yeah. It's, it's the one's the diadem, the other one's the uh, Stephanos crown. And um 
And and but the one of the reasons why they 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 believe this talking about the Antichrist, it's like it's it's the Antichrist. He's the he's the he's the he's the, he's in the place of Christ, but he's not Christ. Right. And so yeah. it's, it's a false Christ. He looks like yes, it, but he's not. Yeah, yeah. He's 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 trying to act in his position and mm. as a Messiah figure, but he's not. And and so and the the fruit of his um, campaign or his his coming forth is very different than the fruit of 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 Jesus. And so, in other words, if I was, you know, when Jesus shows up, would the fruit of that be, you know, global war, global famine, a fourth of the earth dying by plagues? That's that doesn't fit the the description of the fruit of what of mm. Christ is bringing to the earth. Yeah, you know, Daniel two is very clear that when the rock comes out of heaven, talking about Jesus, and strikes the the ten toes and the and the feet, it says that that mountain would fill the whole earth. Because basically, that kingdom fills the entire earth. That's the fruit of God's mm. kingdom coming to the earth, not not what we see following. The seal judgments, mm-hmm. and so um, oh, let me just say this before, before I go into the seal trumpets. So there's ideas out there about uh, you know different ideas about the seals, trumpets, and bowls, and I'm not I'm not saying that there's not validity to all these ideas, but so, some some camps see the seals, trumpets, and bowls all happening together congruently, simultaneously. In other words, the yeah. first seal, the first trumpet, and the first bowl are happening at the same time. And mm-hmm. basically, it's like looking at a diamond, and you're looking at just a different facet of the same diamond. Okay, and and so. And, and there's, I know a lot, a lot of reputable people that would, would would believe that, that think that's how that how that that goes. And and the reason is because there's there's similarities in the types of judgments in like in between the first the, uh, the first trumpet, first seal, first you know, yeah, it, it, it kind of there's some similarities. And so then the kind of the idea is that these are happening together. And um, though I I can appreciate that view, and I think there's there's some good points behind it. I don't I don't personally you know subscribe to that view. Um, and I think there's some, there's some things that kind of preclude that from being able to take place. Um, and, uh, it, for example, the, 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 the seventh seal, mm-hmm. right at, in other words, so you got one, two, three, four, five, six, and then seven, the last, the last seal. Okay. Even if you believe it's all congruent, you still would have to say the last seal happens after the first seal. Like it just, yeah, yeah, just, totally. just, just from a, a linear, like, you know, seven comes after, after one mm-hmm. and in the seventh seal is when the seven angels show up. With the seven trumpets, yeah, to blow, right. and they they begin to blow, and then the seven trumpets are released, and so that makes no sense if you say that the trumpets are taking place at the same time as the seals, because the seventh seals when the seven trumpets show up to blow, yeah, does that make sense? Yeah, no, it so, makes total sense. And so it just it just it makes things really. So it almost seems like there's even an overlapping between seven exactly. and one. It, Exactly. Not seven and seven, and, and no, and, and and that's a great point. Is that that these judgments? You know, yes, they're they're. So, so, sequential they you know one and then the other and the other but that doesn't mean that one happens and then it stops and then two happens and then it stops it just means like some of these judgments is one's happening and two number two comes one still going mm-hmm. two still happening in other words they they they, they kind of they overlap into each other yeah, that makes sense. um but they are there is a sequence to them yeah um and uh and it's just yeah i'm just saying that because i know there's different thoughts on there and there's there's other, there are other thoughts like revelation 15 talks about um at the uh the 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 bold judgments whenever they get ready to blow, it says that no one is allowed to enter the temple of God from that point forward. Mm. All right, while the while the bulls of wrath are being poured out. Wow. But if they are congruent with the first, in other words, if they were the same time as the first trumpet and first seal and all that, then you have a problem because you have you have verses within the trumpets and seals where it talks about people in the temple of God or yeah. the you know, yeah, saints yeah, under sense. the altar. I mean, those kind of things, right? So then, how could there be no one there if there are people there? Yeah, does that make sense? And so. I hope that's not too confusing, but I just, I, you know, no, just, just saying yeah. that there is a sequence to it. So the, uh, 
these judgments are severe. They are, there's nothing like them. I, we may have talked about this in an earlier episode, but um, you know, the, the, you know, Isaiah, um, you know, talks about, it says that at this, by the end of this time, it says finding a man alive will be like finding rare gold mm. and just the amount of, of widespread death that will take place from these 21 judgments. I mean, and I, we'll look at this a little bit, but you know, w- one of the judgments, just one of them is a fourth of the earth dies. Mm. You know, that's the fourth, that's the fourth seal. And, and, you know, and then if you, you know, you look at the, the, I believe it's the fifth trumpet, it says, um, that a, uh, the fifth and sixth trumpet says that, that a third of the earth dies. If you just do the math on that, if it take a fourth and then that's, you take that out and then you have whatever's left, right? Mm-hmm. And the three fourths are left. And then you take a third of that. You've now reduced the population in total to 50%. Wow. So in two of the 21 judgments, 50% of the earth will die. Wow. That's not including the other nineteen judgments. Yeah, and and, and so now you got to get a picture like where Jeremiah talks about this time period. And he says that there's not going to be enough people to bury all the bodies. They're just going to wow. have to lay out in the streets. And um, you know, I mean, you look at like the two witnesses that says and they, they they're killed. They're just left in the streets. Like by then, it, that's kind of the norm. Like it's mm. not seen as you know. It's like you, yeah, you know, because there's just not there's no there's no the infrastructures around the world are breaking down. We yeah. don't have. Because this you know, is all happening in a short period of time. It's a short period of time. This is right. this is seven years, three and a half years. So I, in, in my opinion, I believe it's in the last three and a half years. Okay. Because um, the first three and a half years, I think we talked about yes. it, is pretty much peace and prosperity for most uh, people. Well, yeah, yeah I, I don't, I don't, I don't like. I don't know how much we went into, but I don't necessarily buy the uh, the whole idea of this first three and a half years is, is peace and safety. Because if you okay. look at that actual verse, that's really talking about what's taking place just before the coming of the Lord. The way the, way the nations are seeing. Uh, things even prior to to the Lord's coming, the sudden destruction comes upon them. So I don't think it's talking about the period okay. of that. But, um, but no, I, I say it's the last three and a half years for a couple reasons. If if it is true that the, the Revelation six rider on the white horse is the Antichrist, his, his, he's, when he's be given revealed. authority. Yeah, exactly, he's point. been given authority to go and conquer nations. Yet, yet Paul says in Second Thessalonians that that he's not revealed until the abomination desolation, which three and a half years. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which Daniel and Jesus all say takes place at the you know, the last three start at the start of the last three and a half years. Yeah, that makes sense. So, so my, my question would be if, if the first seal and if they, if they are, you know, sequential, then if the first seal is the coming forth of Antichrist to conquer, given authority to conquer nations that can't take place prior to his revealing. Hmm. Does that make sense? Like yeah. you don't, if it was, then he'd be revealed earlier. Right. But he's yeah. not revealed to the abomination desolation. So if, if he comes forth, and he's given authority to conquer nations, it would take place at the start of the, of the abomination desolation, which then placed to the 21 judgments at the time of the last three and a half years, which is really intense. I That's mean, intense, yeah. dude. Well, no, it is because, you know, you think about, you think about, I mean, just in our last 20-ish years, the different judgments that have taken place here, say, just in America alone, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you start, I mean, you can look at, obviously, we look at 9-11, you look at, in 2001, Hurricane Katrina, I think it was 2004-ish mm-hmm. or six. Um, you know, Hurricane Harvey, the different, you know, we, we've seen these different, I mean, massive level. Massive yeah. level, Industry, I mean, insurance industries spending billions and billions in a way that's never really happened before uh, consistently. I mean, it's almost yearly that we're having, not yearly, it's, uh, you know, every other year to every two years, we're having some major event that's like, man, we haven't ever seen something like that here in America. Yeah. Um, we've had different things. I mean, I don't, I don't want to undermine, you know, Pearl Harbor and different ones like that, but I'm just saying like, there's been, there's been a consistency to like, golly, the pandemic, you know, is taking place and, um, and my point is, we, we kind of feel that a little bit, right? But it's spread spread out over say twenty years. But imagine w- having way more intense judgments, yeah. way more intense, 
but all shoved within a, within a short period of time. That's why Jesus said, he said, he said, unless his days were shortened, no flesh would survive. The, the intensity of it would be so great that you couldn't, he goes that not, there wouldn't be any inheritance for Jesus to come back to. And so he, he he's keeping it yeah. short for that, for that, for that, for the, for the sake of the saints, the, the elect, so that they can actually rule the nations with him. There's got to yeah. be a remnant for in these Psalms too, or in, in Revelation two says he says he says uh, you know if you overcome he goes he, I'll, he goes I'll grant you to rule the nations with me mm-hmm. he goes he goes rule the nations with the rod of iron just as I've received from the Father well there's got to be nations for him to be able to yeah. rule over for that for that to take place and so um, well I'm I'm even doing the quick math right so three and a half years forty two months yes yeah forty two months right. twenty one judgments that's a massive judgment level event every two months yeah. Right? Yeah, that's, that's because intense. Forty-two. Yeah, yeah, forty-two, twenty-one. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but you that's think in, I mean, that's insane. Dude. Yeah, no, it is. I mean, you think if, if, if let's just think of the fifty percent number. I mean, we may have done the math on this on an earlier episode, but I mean, if you take if you have ten billion people on the planet, which is probably likely, right, and you have fifty percent that die, I mean, it's mm. five billion people, you know, in two judgments. Yeah. You know, I mean, I mean, I, that's that's fifty times World War Two. It's mm. like fifty World War Two is taking place. And, and you know, instant. you don't, you yeah. don't, you don't just wow. come out of that. You know what I mean? Wow. And so you're talking about that's where, that's where, you know, industries are being shut down. Shipping industries are being shut down. You don't have, you know, cars at gas, all the, you know, I've often looked at the verses that talk about in the last battle where it talks about like, um, you know, they're fighting the horses and, you know, it's these archaic weapons. And of course we, you know, we immediately kind of go, we, we, we see oh, horses and we go, oh, yeah. he's talking about tanks or he's talking about, you know, talking about, you know, airplanes and guns and those kind of things. And I, Maybe I mean I'm not saying I'm not saying there's not going to be a bullet at the at the Battle of Armageddon, but <laughs> but if you think about the the worldwide infrastructure structural damage that will take place, it actually says in Isaiah 24 it says that that the the Earth's surface will be distorted. Now you won't be able to, you won't be able to look at a map and go, okay, I know exactly where I'm at. Like it's wow. completely different. That's what it says in Isaiah. Uh, I believe it's I believe it's 24. It talks about or maybe 42, but he says he says that the uh, that God will make uh, uh, rivers into coastlands so i mean you know that's something you yeah. can pass by but you think about it that was just yeah, take mississippi wow. river if it mississippi river becomes a coastland that's because half of america fell into the ocean yeah wow. so my, my point is like the idea that, that we're going to be getting amazon packages at this time and we're going to be uh you know that you're going to have just the the normal technology i mean i think it really could go back to very archaic by the very very end yeah um by the very very end and and and, and you could have you could have a very more uh you know, personal warfare kind of situations mm. that are taking place because, you know, you're not just pushing buttons from a ship. Um, That's I mean, super helpful. Yeah. I've, I've heard you, I've, I've heard you uh, kind of teach that a little bit. Yeah. And I've always disagreed. I've been like, I don't know, man, you know, y'all keep, y'all keep dying on the hill of these horses and, and, right. you know, again, archaic warfare. But now I'm realizing like when you lay it out like that, oh yeah, that makes total sense. Right. After seeing the way that our, our economy and our totally. world responded to a pandemic, which was, Nothing but a blip on the radar, yeah. comparatively speaking. Right. Um, yeah, I could see where that would just, I mean, that would throw the whole world for loop. Right. I, I do have a question. This yeah. is like really important for everyone who's listening. So um, the tribulation, uh, I'm sorry, not the tribulation, the, the trumpets, the seals, the bowls. Yeah. That's judgments being poured out on the earth, right? Correct, yes. So so here's the question. Are those judgments being poured out on Christians? Yes, yeah, great question. So... Um, so, so the question would you know is is the is the judgments are they being targeted towards believers? And I would say that's not it's not it's not really quite a, a full yes or no answer. Do I think mm-hmm. the Lord is specifically putting the target bullseye on believers? N- no, 
Um, and there's a couple of verses that, for example, um, you know, uh, the fourth seal. It says that 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 death. Uh, it says the rider on the right horse, the, the rider on the the pale horse comes forth, and and it says and death, which is plague, begins to actually, you know, kill a fourth of the earth. Mm-hmm. And it says and Hades is falling right behind him. Well, the under you know is the, the you know, believers when they die they don't go to Hades go anymore, to Hades, right? right? And so it it would tell you that the fourth of the earth that's being targeted by this plague would be people that are subject to eventually go to Hades. Okay, that makes sense. Okay, um, you see in the the fifth trumpet it says that the these these locust demons that are released from the bottomless pit and begin to, to torture men. It says they can only only um, attack people who do not have the seal of God. Right, mm-hmm. um, which some people could say it's talking about just one hundred forty-four thousand. Which I would say no, that's not actually true. It's it, it, the seal of God throughout the the entire New Testament is those who have put their faith in Christ. Um, and that's probably a little yeah. maybe a little longer bigger subject here about who are, who are the who are the sealed ones. Although the one hundred forty thousand are definitely that. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah they're glued. You know, in. the 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 Revelation seven is it says you know who's able to stand and, and he says and I saw a uh, you know, number of those who were sealed. Of the tribes of Israel, 144,000 names of tribes. But then the very next verse is, and then I saw a multitude of which no one can number. Yeah. And, yeah, and so people that. don't connect that. Then he talks about all the Gentiles. So the, the, I, the, the, if you put those two eyes together, he said, I saw the, a number from Israel, there were 140,000 that were saved or, you know, sealed. Mm. And then I saw a whole nother number that no one can number. It was yeah. too big. Yeah. And the, the idea that, that means that only the sealed ones are, are, for, are the Jews from Israel, that's not true because the, 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 the grammatical context where he's putting that, and he said, he goes, no, I saw entire groups that were saved. He's just highlighting different aspects of those different groups. So when, when the, and I said that's the, the fourth seal, one of those seals yeah. specifically even says you the judgment's not coming against those who are sealed. Is your yeah, point. yeah. Well, and so, so let me just throw this out. If I, this is kind of a rhetorical question, but the judgment of Sodom and Gomorrah was that targeted against Lot and his family? That's a great question. Yeah. No, right. it wasn't. Right. Yeah. But was Saul? Was Lot and his family massively affected by the judgment that wasn't targeted to them? Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. They lost their home. Yeah. Right. They lost their their occupation. Yeah. Any any ability to bring in income. His, you know, we can say his wife backslid or whatever, you know, she turned back, she turns into to salt. Okay. Yeah. His two daughters wound up becoming incestuous on the, you know, on, on the mountains. I mean, mm-hmm. just, it ends up being a very negative, I mean, challenging pressure situation for Lot. Yeah. Wow. But he wasn't the target of the judgments. And so I, I would say that in the same way, we're not, we're not, I mean, you know, the judgments that were taking place on Egypt, though God created Goshen, it created massive problems for the believers. I yeah. mean, you know, it made their workload go up considerably, and they were they were pressured by the Egyptians, and they were being more and more hated by the by Pharaoh yeah, and, and by the Egyptians. And, yeah. and so the the judgments that take place that may not be necessarily you know bullseye targeted for believers are going to have massive implications, pressures, and challenges that come from those judgments. And um, you know, and so I and the other thing is this is the I mean I, I you know I think there's there's probably an element of our thing that we see if a believer dies, that's somehow this giant negative. Yeah. Uh, and it, I mean, I get it. I understand that we don't like that, but I mean, that's from, from eternity's perspective that, you know, that's, that is, that isn't really. Yeah. It's actually positive. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's, it's an upgrade. And, and, and the truth that the Bible says we're not protected from the hand of the Antichrist. Mm-hmm. Um, now the Lord will protect many of us from him, but we're not guaranteed protection in that sense. Like it actually says we're going to be given into his hands for a time, times, and a half a time. Mm-hmm. And so there's going to be many believers that are going to die um, yeah, by the hand of Otherwise, you don't exactly, have martyrs. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. It's where the martyrs come from. Yeah. And so, so yeah, so I don't know if that, that fully answers your question, but, I, you know, That's I, just, I don't see, I don't, it's not like the Lord is like, you know, getting the hell storm, storm up and he's, you know, 
He's yeah, not angry at believers. Exactly. He's, not, he's like, I got a group them. of believers who will throw one on him. Yeah. It's not that. It's but it's it's what does take place will have massive implications and effect and you know on on us as believers. So yeah, that's super helpful because I think one of the things that I struggled with, um, and we talked about this in the one of the previous episodes where we talked about the rapture, uh-huh. right? Is is my thought process was, oh, we're raptured out of here because judgment's hitting the earth, right. and I've already been judged in Jesus, so therefore, uh-huh. you know that it it's it's it seemed almost counter to what I and I remember being taught that it's like oh well anyone who anyone who would say that believers are on the earth during the tribulation they're wrong because we've already we. Jesus was the propitiation for our sins. Right. We've already taken God, you know, God's wrath has been taken for us. Um, but I love the way you said it. We're not the target, but we're affected by it. Yes. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. And, and, and we're totally open to the persecution that comes from the rage of the nations. Yeah. In the same way that, I mean, you looked at, you look at what took place in, I mean, just, 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 you know, the, 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 uh, first century church. I mean, they were in tribulation. Paul was what John said. He goes, he goes, I'm, I'm your brother with you in the tribulation right now. Like I, he goes, we're, it's not just something that's only going to happen at the end of the age. He goes, it's, he goes, it's something now. that we, we have to deal with. And, you know, you can go just across the world and look at the lives of, of believers, you know, mostly outside of the United States. But I mean, you know, it's, it's not been just, you know, a, an easy road. It's, right. and there's been, there's been real trials and real tribulation and suffering and, and, uh, you know, and then there's and then there's still the natural elements of the curse that are on the earth, and we're not just gonna like it does, that doesn't get suspended for us as believers. Mm-hmm. You know, we still die from sickness and from old age and from yeah. you know we we have you know what I mean we still have those those elements. So it's not you know how do you how do you you know thread that needle and figure out which, which one's due to the judgment of God, which one's due to the curse on the earth, which one's due to the rage of the nations. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we just have to prepare. We're going to, we're going to go through suffering. We're through, it's through tribulations and trials that we enter the kingdom of heaven. And so yeah. um, we got to set our mind towards that. And and, know the, and and that's what part of it, just knowing that, that God, you know, it's what he said. He said that when the judgments of the Lord are in the earth, men will learn righteousness. And there's just a, that's what Isaiah said. I mean, that's what he's going to do. He's going to bring the most amount of people into the kingdom at the least severe means, even though this is super severe to us. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Well, the heart of the heart, the heart of the judgment, right? Yeah. If you got you know nations who have such a hard heart, yeah, you know you have you think about it, the the entire earth is filled with pharaohs, right? Right. But sometimes God can even break through in a hard heart, right? It just takes a hard well, takes a hard chisel. It's interesting. You know? I mean, you see it in Book of Revelation so many times when the, after the judgment takes place, it says and, and the, the the wicked it says they 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 did not glorify God, they did not turn to God, they did not repent, mm. and there are a few times they do. Um, like you know, when the when the great earthquake takes place after the the resurrection of the two witnesses, it says that that many he says that are that are left will will begin to glorify God and That's awesome. um, Jesus. and so there's there's uh, yeah so th- this it is, it is it's like the global Pharaoh that God's going after the the hardened of, of hearts and people are at such a place where they're just you know they they can look right at it and 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 choose not to see mm. and so. Um, but yeah, so you have these these increase of judgments. In the first four uh, seals, you have riding forth of the Antichrist, a great war in the second seal. There's this red horse rider that comes forth and says he's given a great sword. I don't know if that's like a, a, a you know a type of weapon or if that's just talking about just in general massive warfare begins to take place. And so yeah, we talk about the depletion of of ammunition and different things like that. I mean, who knows how intense that's going to be? Yeah, and um. But it says that, that men might be granted to kill one another, which that's been happening throughout human history. So there has to be something unique about that time period, the level of death, death compared yeah. to the rest of human history that makes, the, in other words, that become a signpost. And so, you know, so you have warfare. Then you have uh, the um, 
uh, ec- an economic dis- this disturbance of economics, which takes which is a natural progression of a world conqueror and world war, and then you have economic depression that takes place, mm-hmm. uh, where it says that you know trying to buy it, the the idea would be like you know a man will work an entire day for the amount it would take to get a loaf of bread. Wow. Um, so the you know wages are, are begin to suffer and. Um, and, and, you know, you think about it, it says that the, the days of the two witnesses, it says that they shut up the heavens so that there's no rain in the days of their prophecies. Well, it says they prophesied for 1,260 days. So we're talking about three and a half years of no rain on the earth. And I, I can't even, I don't even know what, what, what wow. I, and I don't know if that's completely global. There might be like pockets of, of, of mercy where God, you know, Goshen areas where the rains are coming. Mm-hmm. I think that's probably right. But in, in a global sense, they're, they're they're shutting up the heavens and there's a drought, and that and, and that creates such a rage against the believers. In the same way, when Elijah shut up the heavens, it says they. This, I mean, it says it says that um, you know, it was Ahab. He said that he went. Was it forty? No, it was four hundred. He actually hired four hundred military people mm. in Israel whose full time occupation was to find Elijah and yeah, kill him. That's right. Like wow. that. Think about the rage of that small little nation. I mean, it's, it's like the size of like you know. I mean, speaking of Rhode Island, but it's really small. Uh-huh. Your, your here's your job, and you and three, you know, four hundred guys. Your entire job is to find one guy and kill him. That's it. <laughs> that's all you're doing. That's night and day. That's what you do. And and that was the rage that was taking place because Elijah shut up the heavens. Wow. So they could, there was no rain on the land. Yeah. It was causing such a a challenge for them politically, for them economically. I mean, all of those things. And so that same rage will be taking place against the two witnesses and against the global church. Um, and so the but the economic d- the depression that takes place will be dramatic during that time. Mm. And then and it talks about Babylon is is one at that time is storing all the wealth. So they they become like the global Egypt under Joseph, and they have all the goods. But they're going to demand it at the price of loyalty to the Antichrist. Wow. And so the mark of the beast system becomes really in effect during that time in, in a way that seems weird now. But in that time, you have a you can't buy or sell anything without taking the mark. But when there's a, such an economic shortage and the only people who have the, the means are the people that are also demanding the allegiance. Yeah. And so that becomes that becomes a real a real issue. Yeah, it's um, like if you have to choose, are you going to take the mark exactly, or you feed your kids? Exactly, and no, and that's that's where that is, and and the deception of the mind in that time to to make justifications for it would be, I mean, it could be really tough. Yeah. Um. And so yeah, there's grace. You know, yeah, God knows grace, my heart. God knows, you yeah. Know. He seems like yeah. a good guy in some levels. You know what I mean? Yeah. This is probably not him. Lesser I mean, of two evils. I, Lord, I, yeah, I don't you know. know. Yeah. I, you know, and you, and you just you know the and the pressure just from outside people, like, dude, like, what are you doing? Just go to the post office and get your, get your stamp or whatever it is the American mm-hmm. piece is, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like get your passport, you know, get, get whatever this thing is that you need so that you can take care of yourself and your family. And, and, uh, I don't know. I mean, this is, this is, you know, this is going to be the kind of the global picture of Saul, you know, Esau and, and, uh, you know, his brother, you know, where it says that, that Esau, you know, traded his birthright for a crumb of bread. Mm. Uh, and I, and I, and I mean, you know, you just don't know, and that's why I think it's probably right now why we have to learn about fasting and about about trusting the Lord for our, our sustenance and those kind of things. Because you know, it's it's you know, the Lord gave us the picture of the, feed, the feeding of the five thousand, and and Elijah did it. You know, when when he was fed by the ravens, like those kind of things. Like the Lord's got to, he's gonna have, there's gonna have to be the same miracles that are gonna be taking place for the for the believing church during this time, Jesus. because the the ways of our economics probably won't won't last. Yeah. In the same way. There's a time where God's going to say, come out of her, my people, like Babylon, the whole system is going to say, hey, come out of her. It's, it's, you know, unless you want to share in her plagues. And, uh, you know, there's a time when Daniel's got to work in the, in the palace and there's a time when Daniel's got to get out, get out kind of thing, you know? Yeah, so, totally. Um, anyway, so, uh, 
So yeah, that's the first the first four uh, judge. Oh, the last one would be the the great the great plagues that begin to hit, and uh, uh, you know what we see what we saw with this pandemic, which was just very minor. But this there's one that's going to come that's going to you know be in part uh, helping to kill over a fourth of the earth, mm-hmm. and uh, you know and and I mean I just look at how we as a church probably handled the pandemic. Like we were just not ready, you know? Oh dude. Yeah. I mean, we were so quick. I was quick. I was right. like, Oh no, we gotta do what's best for people. We just got to shut down. Yeah. Let's not gather. It, I know. Well, yeah. And then know? that, but just like, I mean, like we weren't ready to go into hospitals and, and empty them out and pray and, Mm-mm. and those kind of things. And, and, you know, or, or the, the, the pressure that would come by like people that wanted to stay open. Mm-hmm. Like we just didn't even have a, we, we were not ready, but I mean, so we got some ways to go, but the Lord's going to get us there. He's going to get his church ready. We're going to be prepared this hour. It's going to be the greatest hour in human history. Those that know their God are going to do great exploits during this time. You know, there's, and it, Daniel 12 says, the, the, those that uh, are wise or shine like the brightest firmament will lead many to righteousness. So there's going to be, God's going to, we're, we're going to, there's going to be a global internship God's going to put the church through that's wow. going to, it's going to be really quick and really probably painful. And it's going to be really, but it's going to be really glorious at the end of it. And so, um, and That's so that awesome. goes that goes into your 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 fourth seal, which seems to be like I said, it's the Lord giving over to the earth what they want, and it comes forth the king war, and it ends up with plagues and, and death, and then the fifth the fifth trumpet, I'm sorry, fifth seal is um, is the increasing of martyrdom on the earth, which is sounds kind of odd in, in relation to the other ones. You think it's like judgment because you're the earth, and then there's just one against the church, but it really is a judgment against the earth. The increasing of martyrdom is is like the Lord's. You know, it says in, it says in uh, I believe it's in the Genesis account. It says that uh, he, you know, God tells the uh, the children of Israel says he says you're going to go into slavery, you're four hundred years. He goes because the sins of the Amorites are not yet complete. Mm. It's really interesting. It's like the Lord was was going to hold them here until the the fullness of sins would come upon the Amorite yeah. people. In other words, they're going to let he's going to let them. Let them uh, do let, them. Let, let them increase their sin yeah. to their full measure so that when God brings the children of Israel out of Egypt and, it's and it kills them, it's just. He's yeah. measuring it to the actual appropriate measure of justice that's needed. And so so the martyrdom is like the escalation of the the judgment against the nations. God's mm-hmm. gonna he's letting that cup fill up to its brim because he's about to pour out the sixth trumpet and then the, the trumpets are coming after that, and ultimately the bowls. Mm-hmm. And so the sixth seal. Sixth seal, and yeah. The yeah, trumpets yeah, yeah. And the exactly. Bowls. Yeah. yeah. And so you get the sixth seal. That seems to be the uh, the the time where God does his first. I mean, really, I think it's the first time in human history where God does a, a global shaking, like what well, you saw in Egypt. It's like he's like doing that again, but that was just in Egypt. Right. This is like on the earth. The whole the the, the signs of the heavens begin to take place. The great earthquake. The, the and, and the people understand that this is a judgment of God. They actually, as they're running into caves, and I mean, they're trying to like yeah. you know trying to get out of the way. Um, and, uh, and it's the signs that, that were prophesied from Joel, the, the blood, you know, the, the blood red moon. And I mean, all these kind of things begin to take place and, uh, and people are in fear, um, during this time for, for a short time. seems like they, it seems like there's a bit of amnesia. Like they get really, Oh, it's God, it's God, it's God. And then when it kind of subsides, then they go back on, you know, the other team real quick. Don't we all do that? Yeah. I mean, no. we all do minor versions of that when things yeah. are bad. I love you, God. When yeah. things are good. Eh, we'll just put you aside. And so, uh, and then the seventh seal, you see the, 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 the ceremony picks up where God's increasing it through the, the trumpets, which is really interesting because it actually says he's, he ends up, so he says, then I saw, he goes, there was silence in heaven for half an hour, which I always thought was interesting. Cause I was, I guess I grew up always thinking, everybody always said that there's no time in heaven. 
You ever heard that? <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, totally. And then you look at that verse, you're like, well, he goes, he says there's silence in heaven for a half an hour. How do they know that? Because somebody was up there with a watch going, yeah, it's been about a half an hour. You know, like, there's no, heaven's created just like the earth. You know, there yeah. is time in heaven. It, 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 and, and, you know, there, if there wasn't, you couldn't even sing songs. You couldn't sing Holy, Holy without time. You couldn't, you couldn't put a note after a note. Yeah. And he, um, but anyway, so he says it for, for half an hour and these angels then show up in, in the silence and they begin to prepare to blow these trumpets. And uh, so it's a really intense scene if you think about it, because it really is, if you think of it this way, it's like maybe the first time in history ever that the the, the songs around the alt- altar have stopped. You wow. know, holy, holy, holy has ceased. The, the, you know, the, the day and night forever, all that, it goes, it goes quiet. So I mean, from wow. that scene, you know, from billions of years now, it's been, you know, however long it's been, you know, the, the angels are singing and, and crying. And then all of a sudden it goes silent for 30 minutes. And and uh, so what's about to happen is very, very important, very, very intense. And uh, the trumpets are then released. And these judgments are similar to the judgments that took place in the in the the, um, the book of Exodus to, in Egypt. And, you know, the, the the hail, you know, that begins to hit. But this hail is on fire. It's like, it's interesting, which mm-hmm. is actually what happened. You think that's kind of weird, fiery hail. But that's actually what happened in the book of Egypt. Yeah. And it, it was fiery, fire darts from heaven that were mm-hmm. hitting. You know, so the hail actually was so large, it was killing the cattle. Is breaking the trees. I mean, this is like, I don't know. Wow. I mean, I, I work in insurance. I see like, yeah, I've seen some big hail. I've seen stuff, stuff the size of my hand, you mm-hmm. know, but that, that that's, and that's bad. And that'll, that'll, that'll go yeah, through that's your huge. roof. That goes yeah. through your roof. But I mean, like this is stuff that's like, I don't know, like, I mean, breaking trees down. Like, I mean, it's really some large stuff. And, and you, and you see that there's just an intensity of uh, the judgments where, you know, and he does. It's interesting. The first couple of judgments, he does everything in thirds. He turns a third of the waters into blood. A third of the um, the sky goes dark, right? The, the sun, the moon, you mm-hmm. know, go, goes dark. Um, a third of the rivers turn, you know, turn to blood. And he does all this stuff in thirds. And it's a little interesting. Like, why is he doing that? I think he's doing it because he's about to kill a third of the earth in the sixth trumpet. So it's it's God's testimony through nature to the humanity to try to get them to repent. Because oh, wow, a greater yeah. judgment is about to come, yeah. so he's doing everything in a third because he's about to kill a third of the earth. In other words, an opportunity for them to, uh, with Romans one, to, to see the signs of the heavens mm-hmm. and to draw near to God. And some will, some won't. Um, and the fifth and sixth trumpets are really, really intense. They're these. I mean, it's literally demons being released on the earth to actually torment people, wow. um, and and ultimately kill them in the sixth in the sixth trumpet. And so that you know. And I mean, I guess there's questions about how does that look, you know? I mean, I know people that read that verse and they tar- think it's talking about Apache helicopters. <laughs> you know, I don't know if you guys ever heard that, but it's, I've literally heard it's that. really, yeah. it's, it's, it's a little goofy. But I mean, it, in the most literal senses, it's demons being released on the earth to torture people. And people have a hard time with that because they go, well, is that physical? Is that is that spiritual? And I don't know that I can be dogmatic about it, but I do find, find it a little interesting that when we talk about the end of the age and we say Jesus coming back with all the holy angels, we say is that physical? We go, yeah, of course he's coming back physically, same way he went. He's going to come back, right. and he's coming back with angels, right? Yeah. But then we go, well, our demons going to be appearing in the earth. And we kind of go, oh, no, 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 it can't oh, be impossible. Yeah, that's yeah. that's, that's, let's that, be that's consistent, yeah, that's, people. Let's be, but I mean, maybe you know. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you read those verses, it's kind of hard. to, How else do you take that? You know. I mean, but anyway. And then the seventh tr- seventh trumpet. I'm trying to go these quick. Seventh trumpet mm-hmm. is yeah, the is the release. Uh, I, I believe is actually the second coming of Christ. You know, it's, it's what Paul said. He said, "Behold, I tell you a, a secret, a, a mystery." He goes, "He goes, we shall all be changed in a moment, in a twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet." And this last trumpet, 
in Revelation 10, he talks about, it says it's the trumpet that was spoken by the, the prophets before. In mm-hmm. other words, this is not something that was brand new, this idea of a great trumpet in the age. Yep. Uh, Isaiah talked about this great trumpet, and there would be the time when Israel would be gathered back to the land to fill the Abrahamic covenant, which is required, part of this, the resurrection of the dead, which also happens at the rapture of the church. Yeah. And so... Paul's speaking this thing, and then the seventh trumpet says it's now the time when the kingdoms of this world have become the kingdoms of our Lord and Christ, and he shall reign forever and ever. And so I believe we believe that it's the, the timing of the second coming of Christ is the seventh trumpet, and then that would release the bold judgments. And these last seven bold judgments, because— you know, okay, I'm, yes, can, okay, can I, okay, I'm going to stop you stop on the bold in. judgments, because yeah. that'll be a fair— I don't think we'll do that for the next episode, because okay. I've got— a hundred things that are swirling. Let's, let's Let me it. ask you this though. Yes. So, so I just want to clear. So you just you just went through the seven trumpets, um, brilliantly. By the way, the seventh trumpet, Jesus is coming back. Yes. That's the second coming. Yes. So that's the same trumpet then, that is that Paul's talking about in is it Thessalonians? Uh, Thessalonians? Uh, no. That's Corinthians. Corinthians. Uh, yeah, yeah. But right? same, but in Thessalonians, he does he does mention the. The, the, him coming back with the the sound of the great trumpet. Yes, yeah, the great. Yeah, yeah. So uh-huh. so so that trumpet is the same trumpet as Corinthians, as Thessalonians, and as Matthew twenty four. Yes, correct. cool. That's helpful because I was taught very differently, and I was taught that they were all kind of different uh, yeah. trumpets. And, and you know my eschatol- my right. my eschatological history, but um, so that's. It, yeah, it always makes the most sense to read it that way. Yeah, well, but. and it's the thing. If it makes the most sense, if it's most logical, okay, if, if Paul says there's something called the last trumpet, and we see in the book of Revelation, the, what is the last trumpet? It's the seventh trumpet. I mean, it's it, the last trumpet, <laughs> right? right? So then do we have two last trumpets? That, that doesn't make sense, yeah. right? And I'm not— I, you Well, know, there's I, a last I, trumpet, a great trumpet. Huh? <laughs> you know, that's what yeah, the, yeah, the last yeah, trumpet, yeah, yeah. a great trumpet. Yes. I'm going, uh— I just— How many trumpets? Um, If you look at the details of—, of the seventh trumpet it says the kingdom of the world will become the kingdom of the Lord Christ. So, so there's a new sheriff in town. He's now, he's now taking ownership of the earth. And it says, and it actually says, it says the one who was and the one who is. Now, if you read the New King James, it'll say and who is to come. Mm-hmm. But that's actually not in the Greek. Oh, Every other time wow. in the Bible is always the one who was and is and is to come. In that verse, it's the one who was and the one who is, not is to come because wow. is to come is not happening anymore. He's already he is. He's currently there. And it says and 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 it says and it's the time. When he shall reward the saints and the prophets. But what does Revelation say? Behold, I'm coming quickly, and my reward is with, with me. me. So if it's yeah. the time for him to reward them, then it's also the time of his coming. It's wow. it's there's a there's a logical connection to that. And um I love that. And so uh you know, and this is this is a bigger subject, but Revelation 10, if you actually read it out, where he says that this great trumpet it was prophesied by the, the prophets of old. Um in the days of the sounding of the seventh angel, that you know he, he, the, the mystery of God shall be finished. And if you actually follow what he's talking about there, it's very clearly he's talking about the the, the fulfillment of the of the eschatological promises. And, and specifically, if you're going back to Daniel chapter twelve, where he he he, he connects those two chapters in together, which the angel tells him says it's the ending of the great tribulation. It's the uh the you know the time of the 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 uh, the, uh, the 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 what do you say the um when many of those who sleep in the dust here shall awake. Some to everlasting life, so the resurrection of the dead. All these things are taking place at this at this very time when the seventh trumpet in the days of the sounding of the seventh trumpet. So, um, so yeah, I, I think that's right. You know, and uh, I think it makes the most sense. Yeah, like I think if 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 you had not if if a specific theological camp had not gone to me first, and I'm just reading the text, right. that's that's what I'm going to come to. Yeah, I mean it's it yeah yeah so. no I mean. Exactly, and 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 it's, and and so some people said, well, that Paul didn't know about John's trumpet in Revelation, but John was 
I mean, Paul said he was caught up to heaven and he, you know, saw all these things he got, I couldn't even utter. Like, right, right. we don't know, was that, we don't know the revelation that he was given him. Mean, the fact that he even had revelation of the rapture, where do you get that? He said, this was a mystery that was not known previously. Yeah. That's he goes, a great point. you know, and so how did he, how did he catch that idea to say he didn't know about the trumpet? Because the great trumpet was prophesied throughout the old Testament and yeah. it was always connected with the return of the of the nation of Israel to the Abrahamic covenant, which is always connected to the resurrection of the dead. So, so in other words, if he just followed those steps and stuck them together, then the, if we believe the second coming co- is coinciding with the resurrection of the dead, which makes a ton of sense biblically, mm-hmm. then then the great trumpet would have been known about that this yeah. has to take place. And so, so the idea that he didn't know about John's revelation, to me, it's a mute point. He still knew about there was going to be a, a great totally. last trumpet. And, and John actually then tells us, he said, it's the time when the saints are going to be rewarded. And then he tells us that that's the time when Jesus is returning. Behold, I'm coming quickly and my reward is with me. Oh, that's awesome. All right. So let me sum up everything that you just said. Um, So, so there's a couple of points that I want to hit. Number one, uh, you mentioned that it is the lamb who's opening these seals. Mm -hmm. Okay. Which is, is pretty cool. And, And here's why for me, we typically think of Jesus as nice and Right. Big, scary, end times God is mean. Right. Right. And, and you know, so we like Jesus. We make much to do about Jesus. And we don't really right. talk about God, you know, the Father. Right. And you realize, oh, Jesus is actually the one instituting these judgments. So I think right. that's really interesting. He's the lamb. Um, the seals are uh, on the scroll. And as they're opening, they're end times judgment level events that are not being poured out specifically upon believers. They're targeting um, non-believers. Um, as a means of of justice, it is a means of trying to get them to repent, uh, and in and, the process. Yes, but I would say it's also pressuring the church into righteousness. It's not. Okay. It's not just. So it's it's hard. It's not like yeah, they're not the tar- Like he's not throwing the hailstorm at them, but it is. It is to make the church white and ready, and to create an atmosphere for greater martyrdom. Yeah. That's great. So it's actually going to bring, and it will bring, be painful, right. and there will be yeah. so much suffering, yeah. and will be so deeply affected. And I, and I don't know that I can say 100 percent like no believer is going to die at any. I, I don't mean in the same way that I it, you couldn't say that now. Like yeah. you know, believers are going to die from all kinds of stuff. Yeah, you know, and it's not necessarily, you know, the Lord's not giving you can- in the sense like He's not going to give. He's not here's cancer, it's, but it's but cancer is a real thing. Yeah, yeah, it's the part fall of the curse still the exists. Yeah, where the yeah. fall still exists exactly. So and then and then on top of that, you've got uh, you said. This is another important point that that this is all happening probably the last three and a half years of the tribulation because yes. the Antichrist has to be revealed. Right. And it's so clear in scripture right. that that takes place three yes. and a half years into this seven And it doesn't period. mean everything in the book of Revelation is last three and a half years because there's parts in the book of Revelation that do go back into yeah, a yeah, symbolic, the next yeah, show, show some historical things. Yeah, but go ahead. Great. So, so you got, we got seals, we got trumpets, and on the last trumpet, Jesus comes back. Yes. And... We're going to pick up in the next episode with what happens after Jesus comes back, because that's when it gets really exciting to me. That's all we have for you today. We'll see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed that conversation and that you are ministered to. Please remember to follow us and to leave a good rating on your preferred streaming platform. And if you want to learn more about Gatekeepers, visit GateCityATL.com slash Gatekeepers. See you in the next episode.